Nate, I got to ask you: is it is it cold enough for you? Oh yeah, I was going to start with the uh, the obligatory weather conversation. I need to. I want to know. I want to know what life is like. So, for the listeners, uh, Nate lives in Iowa, where we're all from, and Matt lives in Florida, and I live in Oregon. It's about fifty-five degrees and sunny right now here. What's it like there, Matt? Um, we've had a cold snap, but it's right now it's sixty degrees and sunny. Okay. Wow. And Nate, Nate what cold. do you got, Nate? Okay. This morning, I went to go take out my garbage at about 6.45, turned on my truck to warm it up, negative 31. That's just, <laughs> just, air, just air temperature. That's Does it shock you when you walk outside? Like, you can feel your nose hairs, like, moving. I don't know how oh. else to describe it. Well, I just wonder, like, you have essentially water on your eyeballs. I mean, oh, can no. that freeze on your eyes or freeze in your lungs or... Yeah, I saw the Weather Channel lady with these really ski goggles on, really weird ski goggles, because she said that your corneas could freeze. Yeah, I I would believe it. So come on back, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my bags packed. I'm ready. So welcome to the Pickle of Baloney File. This is Aaron Donnelly. I'm here with Nate Sadler. Hey, everybody. And Matt Donnelly. Hello, I'm a proud seven on the Norwood baldness scale. <laughs> okay, uh, so was that brought to you by what? Uh, either, <laughs> is it hymns.com or roman.com? <laughs> roman.com. <laughs> What's roman.com? It's another one They can of those. send you ED drugs yeah. over the, over the uh, oh, website. Oh, in discreet packaging? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, discreet packaging, like a giant manila envelope that says not e- not boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not boner pills. For the curved penis, if you've got a curved penis, now they have a, a drug for that. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was <laughs> hilarious. It was the funniest thing. They had all the fruit. Or they had these vegetables that were like curved to the left or the right. <laughs> And they're like completely normal. Completely you get normal. the package and it's like two tongue depressors and some duct tape. <laughs> I yeah. got to put it in a splint to yeah. uh, straighten it out. Maybe we could just quickly uh, state the uh, what age we started to bald. I know, Nate, Nate you, we will invite you into this discussion, but you're not a full-fledged member. I'm only partially um, fledged, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we will accept you in as an honorary member. Thank but Matt, you. Matt, when did you notice, when were you become aware of the possibility of balding? I, um, when I, I used to have a, the worst haircut, it would, it would just be bang straight down. <laughs> yeah. Until I uh, decided in eighth grade to get a, uh, to get a part. It was yeah. like a big deal for me. Uh, I got contact lenses, no more glasses and a part. And I noticed that my hairline wasn't, um, wasn't the greatest. <laughs> and then in science class, we would do those hereditary traits yeah. and they would say, oh, um, who has a widow's peak? And we'd have to partner up and see who had a widow's peak. And mine was way beyond the widow's peak. <laughs> it was like a widow's valley. So what I knew something was, was wrong. What grade was that, Matt? Uh, eighth grade. Okay. Eighth grade. Mr. Yeah. O'Blennis? Yeah. Wow, Mr. O'Blennis. I remember him. Yeah. I called him Mr. O'Blemish once. Yeah. He... Should not have done that. No, he had a lot of like acne scars on his face and stuff. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> Good one. Who is, the word, who is the word processing uh, teacher that had that ying? 
that comb over that was oh, just yeah. like a few strands Mr. of hair. Mr. Johnson. Yeah. Mr. Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Great memory. Yeah, that's a good one. Man, how do you have these deep pulls on middle school teachers? I don't know. It's a gift, I guess. I remember you also said, what was her name that looked exactly like uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin? Oh, uh, Mrs. Rostick. <laughs> Yeah, and you'd always say, "Have you ever seen him both in the same place at the same time? Have you? Have, have you? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking. <laughs> Think about it." Uh, so then, Matt. Um, okay, so you're in eighth grade, and then you go into high school. At what point did you have to adjust to cover, or what point? What were your feelings of about it, and were you self conscious? Well, yeah, definitely self-conscious going into high school. And so I would um, have my part just so, so it would cover cover any uh, receding hairline. Right. Uh, but, you know, Ben Hackbarth, he would yeah. um, he would always say, he would always call me recede. <laughs> 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 just to be mean, because he had like the hairline, like they say, if you have a good hairline, they say you have the hairline of a chimpanzee. Yeah. That's just what they say. So uh, uh, that, he had a, what, him. He had the, he had a winner's hairline. He did. Did you? Uh, that website you sent us to. What was the name of it? They called. They were they were rating the hairlines of uh, national news anchors. Yes, that was and, and they called. They had different versions of a uh, pre-adolescent hairline. Most of them have. I think that's what they called it. Mm-hmm. Where it's mm-hmm. so low that it's like pre-even puberty. Yes, um, it's like an inch or two above their eyebrows. Right. It's so it's so low. Yeah. It's it's ridiculously low. <laughs> and when like so Sean when, Hannity. Yeah, Sean nah. Hannity he probably has one of the best ones. He does. Geraldo. He's got a very bizarre hairline. It is. I heard someone describe him as he looks like a thumb. And I, <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Yes. Yes. <laughs> um so Matt, when did you uh go full bald? When did you shave? Mid twenty, mid to late twenties, I started shaving. Yeah, I started with um with the clippers on like uh, the three, yep. and then I moved down to the two, and then the yep. one, and then I just threw the guard in the garbage because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it anymore. I was looking at Wikipedia for baldness, you know, and first of all, it bothered me that the picture of the man—he's not bald; he's just balding. And so I tried to edit it <laughs> i was gonna submit my own photo of my own head and uh <laughs> but it was blo- it said it was blocked because of vandalism on the on that page <laughs> oh, so, wow. but anyway uh the first sentence it has a section called treatment and the first sentence i wrote it down it says this is what they say right off the bat management may include simply accepting the condition <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Okay. That's what it's about. Yeah. 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 Well, the first form of treatment I saw was consult your uh, barber or hairstylist to come up with a better haircut. That was always the first one I found. Yeah. I remember going, I would hate getting haircuts because I started balding. I, I'm sure it was in eighth grade. I think I noticed it my freshman year. I didn't even know what it was. It's like it's so out of the blue. You don't know what's happening to you. And then my freshman year, it started. I remember I was looking in the mirror one day, Matt. <laughs> you were standing like behind me in the bathroom or something. And I was looking at my hairline and you go, you said, you've got the green light. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and I turned around and you said, like, in all seriousness, you said, you're clear for go. <laughs> Full speed ahead. 
I guess high school age, I guess I didn't ever really think of you as losing your hair because it was you kind of kept it a little bit longer. I did. So I guess well, you had mushroom. Really... <laughs> <laughs> so that's because I grew it long, at least then. You could, it was a grunge sort of era where uh, you could grow your hair out long and part it down the middle. And that covered a lot of the the baldness of the receding hairline. Um, but you're right, Matt. I had a mushroom head because the my hair, I, I would put the follicles right before my, my baldness on my head kicks in as the most dense, thick hair of anyone because I have this thick mush, uh, horseshoe pattern. It's extremely mm. thick. And so that would grow out very dense and on top was very thin. And so it was a mushroom head effect. <laughs> <laughs> did you look at the Norwood scale? The I actual did. scale of all this? That yeah, they had? I'm full. I'm at the very end of the spectrum. I had to, uh, I had to uh, circle which one I was when I did my uh, pre-surgery stuff. For yeah. Hair transplant. So you have to fill out all these papers. And that's one of them is, identi- you know, sending a bunch of pictures from different angles. Yeah. And then identify what you think you are on the Norwood scale. It would always say, uh, consult your doctor if you think you're experiencing hair loss. So I would love to make an appointment with a doctor and just go in and say, <laughs> I'm going to let my hair grow off like a, couple, like a month through his bald head. And just say, doctor, am I experiencing hair loss? <laughs> well, I had. Yes, that'll be $1,000. <laughs> I had mom take me into the doctor. When I was 17, because Rogaine had just hit the market, but you needed a prescription. And I, I was like, that. I was like, mom, like and one day I just kind of broke down. And I was like, just told her how I really felt and how, subcon- how self-conscious I was about it. And, and she gave me this big story. I really remember. She's like, everybody has something about themselves that they don't, that they're self-conscious about. And you can choose to accept it or not. Most people don't choose to accept it. And she's like, mine was that I was tall. I didn't like being tall, you know. But anyway, I, she took me into the doctor and I remember sitting there and the doctor goes, eh. he's like, he looked at it and he goes, yeah, I see it. And he goes, how old are you? I was like 17. And he goes, eh, let's give it a few years. And, <laughs> and I was like, are you crazy? I felt like grabbing a few his years. head. And like a few years will be way too late. It might be oh, this, late, yeah, this black mole. Let's give that a couple of years. Yeah. Let's see where that heads. Let's give it a Did few he have years. Hair like, Did he have like a full head of hair? Like he wouldn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I probably. I can't remember exactly, but he probably did. He was like Brian Setzer. He had like a pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, he's like, I'm not too worried about it. And he walks off like whistling. So it was probably four, three or four years ago. It was between Christmas and New Year's. Um, I found a place in Chicago. I'd done. I'd been researching for probably six months to a year. Did you see I the mean, late I, night show uh, infomercials where they have the wave of hair f- like flooding from the back of the head to the front of the head? No, it wasn't the Ronco spray on hair. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah, I remember that one. I remember that one. But the the wave one, Matt, you and I were up late one night watching TV, and I was like, "How much does that cost?" I wonder. And you just sat there and quietly, and you said. You don't get hair to move like that for cheap. <laughs> I'm sorry. I missed that one. Top dollar. Yeah. Sorry, Nate. Go ahead, man. Oh, no. Uh, so I'd spent quite a while researching it because I'm like, I want to do this once. I want to do it right. It's extremely expensive. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to say how much, but 
So you go through a lot of phone calls and emails. You know, they want to know about your situation. They want to see a lot of pictures. You fill out forms to kind of describe your situation about like when you started to lose your hair, where, you know, what your biggest concerns are. So I picked this guy in Chicago. I don't want to say who it was because I'm not real happy with my results. But so I did this thing called FUE. I don't know if you guys heard that. No. It's called follicle unit extraction. And a robot actually picks out each individual hair. And if you want to feel pain, I don't know what it's like giving birth, but I know what it's like to have each individual hair pulled out of the back of my head. And this is with Novocaine. I mean, you can still, I mean, it was, I was all shot up with stuff and you can still feel every hair getting pulled one by one. And they have to pull thousands, right? Yeah. Uh, Well, you, you pay on a certain scale of like, uh, if you want to do 1000 to 5,000 follicle units or like 5,000, you know, it has to do on how many hairs they extract. That's how much you pay. So they did that. The procedure takes probably four hours sitting in that chair yeah, or maybe more, maybe six, mine taken six when it was all done. And they put on some really crappy movie for me to watch. Yeah. Like he's like, what do you like comedy? And it was like some movie with like uh, Paul Reiser or something. I'm like, Oh God. I'm like, was it hairspray? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was awful. Kelly Savalas. Uh, <laughs> 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 but so, yeah, I had that done. And the, the funniest part was, when I left, what they do is they put like a like a do rag on you, like a ba- you know like a bandana, like a do rag. You have a picture? So, uh, no, unfortunately, those have been destroyed. Uh, so I I looked like Napoleon Dynamite's brother when he gets all gangster. Peace so out. They give me that. They give me this blue do rag. Okay, I'm in South Southern Chicago in a pretty sketchy neighborhood, and I'm a skinny white guy with a blue do rag on (laughs) and I've been, I'm starving, you know, haven't eaten all day. They tell you to kind of come on an empty stomach, you know, just water or whatever. So afterwards I'm still probably a little loopy or doped up. I walked into a McDonald's in Chicago with this blue (laughs) do rag on and like, I get, I didn't really even register. I was just so hungry. I just walked in and I'm like, Oh my gosh! Like the second I walked in the door, like every head turned, and I'm like, oh. "Did they did they mistake you for a crypt?" They did. They knew I'm from the streets. So. Yeah, it's obvious. So how but, did it? Uh, what what were your next follow? Could you take it? Did you go to work? I mean, could you take it off? Did you have to wear a hat, or did it look visible like you had surgery? Basically, you need 24 hours. They want you to kind of rest and recuperate for close to 24 hours so i had a hotel in chicago i just stayed there kind of i mean you're still in a lot of pain i mean it's a really painful surgery you cannot wear a hat because they don't want to disturb those follicles because they've just been you know uh transplanted yeah so they have to be very careful about like do not shampoo your hair for like it's like 30 days yeah you want to smell something i mean your hair after 30 days and not being washed is disgusting but you got to wear shower caps you cannot wear baseball hats for like, I think it's more than 30 days. It might be 60 days. Huh. But so for the first, probably at least two weeks, I was wearing this do-rag everywhere. Really? 
and we had just moved into this small town I live in. And so I'm <laughs> going around <laughs> to friends' houses and I got a blue do black and blue do Did you have to <laughs> give the speech to everybody that you're doing it? Or how did you come out publicly? No, I mean, I wasn't ashamed of it. I mean, I just would tell people, yeah, I had this hair transplant and I mean, I'm self-conscious of it to me, but I'm able to make a joke about it. Like, I'm not, it's not a big deal. I don't get pissed off if somebody, I did one time because a guy I don't like, I ran into a target and he goes, oh, he goes, your hair transplant's holding up pretty good. And I'm like, thanks for just saying that in front of all these people in this aisle. But that's the only time it's ever bothered me. But I'd say three or four years now since then, I'm not happy with the results. It's, I'm, I'm probably back to where i was before really i've I've lost everything probably would you do it again uh no because (laughs) i mean at a different place um i still stand i mean i researched this guy like crazy yeah i could not find one bad review so it's like well this guy must be the real deal but they even say when you sign all the forms we can't guarantee this you know nothing's guaranteed it's right so it is what it is. I mean, it was a waste of a lot of money and time and pain, but yeah. it's all right. I try my home rem, try different home remedies now, and yeah. Some of and them you I always think, wanted to wear a do rag. You just I didn't. Did. Have it just gave me an excuse, so. <laughs> and I got to go peace out, Napoleon. <laughs> Uh, I always thought you two, like, since you've gone to bald, you guys really look good bald. Like, I would look like Murr on Impractical Jokers. Oh, Nate, that's, see, what you said right there, it's like, uh, it's like, it's not exactly to the extreme of, like, a white person saying the N-word, but it's like, (laughs) uh, it's like you always hear people that have a full head of hair say, see, you look good bald. I wouldn't look good bald. That's what they always say. Yeah. And I, I, I always say. You, you guys do like, I mean, Matt, when I saw you when you came back and like Aaron, I see your pictures all the time. Yeah. You guys look really good that way. Yeah, like, well, you thank look you, just as, to, to yeah, me, thanks. you look just as good. You like two Patrick Stewarts. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> oh, that's the highest. That's high praise. Right <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It is weird when you have friends that have hair talking to you about the baldness and they try, you know, sympathy. I remember Mike, uh, remember buddy Mike, Matt from LA. He yeah, just got yeah. back from uh, getting a haircut. And I remember he came in and he said, the barber said that I have the densest hair follicle count he's ever seen in 30 years of practice. <laughs> I was did like, you bit, did you bitch slap him? On I was like, I'm so, you. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's great. That's amazing. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I know. The statistics are staggering that I saw that 50% of men by the time they're 50 will have hair loss. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Amazing. It's a so it's called the technical word is androgenetic alopecia, and I tried to study like why it happens, and I got really disinterested <laughs> because yeah, I don't really care. Do. But basically, testosterone is converted to a body chemical called DHT, and for a lot of men, about five percent of your testosterone is converted into this chemical. And but for others, like possibly my brother and I, it was a larger percentage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're like you have a hundred and one percent. Rogaine only keeps the hair you have. 
Yes, it that's doesn't, correct. You're right. So it doesn't do anything about regrowing. It stops the DHT. DHT chemical in your body attacks hair follicles. My latest gimmick, because I'm always looking for a gimmick now with hair, is I actually do feel like it's working a little bit. I've got this uh, like shampoo that's got like lots of caffeine in it oh. and some other stuff like tea tree oil and some other stuff that's like good for your scalp. Yeah. Um, but you can feel the caffeine like, I mean, you feel, you feel like your scalp's kind of like, uh, you know, invigorated right. after you shower. So. Right. Well, Matt, you used to get uh, Google alerts for any cure for baldness news. I remember. I did. Yeah. I had to sit up, but it, it was pretty discouraging because there wasn't much coming through the alerts. <laughs> Do either one of you guys ever like think about just kind of growing your hair back out and just maybe seeing what it looks like or trying different things. Where are you guys at with that? Yeah, I'm way beyond that. I'm, I'm like okay. almost to the end of the Norwood scale. <laughs> so if I, were, cause I get lazy and I don't shave you're Scott Norwood. <laughs> yeah. I'm at Scott Norwood. <laughs> yes. And I think he was bald too, wasn't he? Maybe that's yeah, what he was. Um, but I, you know, I thought about since I moved to a new location, I don't really know anybody here. I thought if I ever was going to try, um, you know, uh, a transplant or a weave or, or just a toupee, this would be the time to do it because right. I don't know anybody. So I can do it and, and not really feel um, like people are staring at me. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have like, okay. So if you can watch videos online, like, hair systems which are toupees are really sophisticated now to where they look really good but it's like the expense not only of that but you have to basically move i mean what if i had a full head of hair and i ran into somebody from work at the store i was reading about potential cures in the in the pipeline having to do a gene research um and, and and identifying proteins and doing stem cells and all that so if if there was a dream day where that would happen and you guys could grow, you know, full head of hair, Aaron, would you do it? Because oh, you absolutely. You tell Take people, my hey, money. It's gene therapy. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely yeah. do it. If it was, here's a miracle pill. We we solved it. Yeah, absolutely. And and imagine if that happens, the impact on society. You have all these bald men that have had to. Imagine the successful bald man, how confident and dominant he is in society and how much oh, he's yeah. had to overcome. If he got here suddenly, they would dominate the world. There'd be a civil there'd be a civil war. <laughs> <laughs> the bald will rise. It's like when Olympic athletes train in the mountains and then to grow without oxygen and then finally they get oxygen. It's like a superhuman. If you have confidence bald, the sky's the limit on what you could accomplish. So you guys, you guys would both do it then? I would, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't is think there is there is there a dollar amount where it just would be too much. Like if you could, aff- it's expensive, but you could afford it. You yeah. do it, right? Yeah. I try not to go into debt these days, um, but I think that would be one thing I'd be willing to go into debt for. Yeah, I'd probably spend up to fifteen thousand on it if it, mm-hmm. if it was real and it was something that I could just take a pill or something and it happened. Yeah, I'd probably do that. I was thinking of another question too. I mean, what would you have given up if you have never went bald? I think I might give up my uh, higher education. Rather uneducated with a full head of hair. Yeah. Wow, really? Are you serious? I think I might. Yeah. Think wow. I- because you're Matt, you're so le- you're so learned. Think of what you'd give up. Yeah, I, I thought about that earlier today, and I think I think I might. I always think, would I give up my height 
because that's some okay so first of all we need to discuss like there's two things in society that you can still make fun of someone publicly with and it's socially acceptable two things that they don't have control over and one is a man balding you can make yeah, fun of that true. and a man's height you can make fun of that and it's socially acceptable even though he has no can you imagine something else that people have no control over that you can just openly make fun of you know what your problem is nate is that you're too which one <laughs> no you, you were too you're too handsome your entire life with hair and now if you're losing your hair it really strikes hard because you, oh, did, yeah. you didn't develop the skills like i did as a less handsome guy with with totally going bald <laughs> where you just gotta accept yeah, it because i was constantly fending yeah. off women you know Aaron, that was <laughs> a real big problem for me but no you're and like a phoenix who rose too high yeah, yeah. like you peaked early I was the Icarus of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I discovered that I was balding, looking back and, and looking at uh, my baby book and baby photos and stuff, and like, how early did I bald? And there's a photo of me as a two-year-old that looks like a receding hairline. But then I looked at my baby book, and our Aunt Joyce wrote in the book, in pen, after I was born, has his father's high forehead. Ooh. I mean, that's oh, like, no. wow, from birth. You know, you wonder if you're balding in, as a fetus. Was I ever not? That's a weird thing for her to write. It's in the very weird. Room. So it must have jumped out at her. Has, her. has his father's high forehead is what the words were in the baby book. Wow. <laughs> and that's the best thing she could think of. <laughs> I was watching this video on YouTube uh, yesterday of a guy that was balding at 16 and in the comments, I, I don't think I've ever laughed out loud at a comment section, but one guy goes, I was balding at 14. Another guy goes, I was balding as a fetus. And then the last guy goes, <laughs> I was balding before the big bang. <laughs> it like made me laugh out loud. <laughs> but, uh, I always, my heart goes out to like when you see, um, like there's a salesman that comes into our place sometimes and he's, he's got to be in his twenties and he's losing it all over. And I'm like, my heart just kind of goes out, you know, Yeah, it's a struggle, you know? I think that I probably, I'm not saying it's why I moved to Oregon. It's not, but it did. It was a fa a small factor to knowing, okay, this is, I'm going to go bald. I'm going to have to shave my head. I don't want to do that in front of all my high school friends it would be nice to be somewhere where nobody knew me i'm not saying nobody that's, knew you from before right so that's all they know you is yeah. Aaron with the beard and the shared and, and the shape. Yeah. did you research like which states are most friendly <laughs> to the balding <laughs> it's like we used to research when we were looking for colleges what's the highest percentage of females to males you guys remember yes, doing that i remember doing that yeah, yeah. Mount, remember mount mercy was always in there <laughs> yeah the whole reason I still have sideburns is two reasons. Baltimore Orioles steroid using outfielder Brady Anderson yeah. and Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> me? I think you had you had sideburns before me and I thought they looked cool. Yeah, so, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well thank you. That that is actually that that is actually called when you go bald but can you have a beard? It's called the androgen paradox. <laughs> which I thought is just a great phrase. Good band name, I think. Androgen Paradox. Ooh, perfect band name. It's also like the catch-22 when you're a bald man, 
but and you can go get a hair transplant let's say for 15k but because you're bald you never had the confidence to have enough earning potential to make the money to go get the hair transplant that's the androgen paradox (laughs) the the doctor that did my surgery was like he's like i just need to brace you for the fact of this can work or this cannot work you know he i'm to his credit, I mean, he was completely honest and transparent about, he's like, some people this takes great and it's even better than they expected. And he's like, other people, it's a complete 100% failure and it just does not take. And you'll lose every, you know, everything that was uh, transplanted. So, huh. you know, I give him credit for being honest. Yeah. Well, I give you a lot of credit, Nate, for doing it and having to tell people that you did it and even talking about it today. That's a big deal. Um, It's something that not everyone, I don't think I would have the confidence to do it and have to explain it to people. Um, I would have a hard time with that. Yeah. I I think you'd be okay. As long as you're somebody that can kind of laugh about it. And if you don't, if you don't take yourself too seriously, you're not going to have a problem with it. I mean, of course, inside you're going to probably feel at least a little bit subconscious, but if you're telling friends and stuff, they're kind of a dick if they, yeah. you know, are like, "Hey, you're bald." You know, <laughs> what are they gonna say? I know I'm bald, but uh, what else yeah. you got? I know. So when I did the final shave, when I went fully shaved with a, a clippers, you know, deleted the whole long scraggly mop of hair, I had a, I, had, I was growing it out as long as I could at the time, so it was probably down to almost my shoulder before I shaved it close. And when I did it, I, I thought, man, this actually, I should have done this a long time ago. I did it probably in my mid twenties. So I should have done it earlier, but I somehow randomly left one strand of long hair on the side of my head it was still there after I did that. And I noticed it like a couple of days later. And so I kept that hair for as long as I could. <laughs> and I would like uh, show it to people. I would like uh, take one of <laughs> my wife's curlers and roll it up in the hair. I tuck it behind my ear. And then, uh, so I remember I, this is true. I was driving at night down the highway and I rolled down the window to let my hair blow in the wind. <laughs> and it, you took it for one last ride and it blew out of the follicle and it was gone. And then I, I, I remember this. I, I slashed down, and I looked at like the long road ahead. <laughs> it's like <laughs> there is so much metaphorical beauty in that whole thing you said. That's awesome. An- another little parlor trick I have is that there's one hair follicle on my bicep that grows like a crazy length, one hair. And it's like a super strong, dense hair. Like all of the hair energy went into this one follicle. Right now, it's at, I just measured it. It's about four inches. And it's gotten up to in the fives, like five and a half. The world record's only like in the eights. <laughs> so what happened? The world record of, of what? Arm hair. Okay. Yeah. So I Googled it. Have you called Guinness? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> but it, it grows into the fives and then it falls out. And then, but, but if you look at it, like, I don't know if there was like a Superman episode where 
Like you could like pull a cruise ship with one of his hairs or do something like that with the strength of his hair. That was like, yeah, like in those in those strongman contests, they'll like pull an airplane with a rope. Yeah, you could do that that's like this hair. one hair follicle I have. It's pretty awesome. So our family is our family tree is as bald as the eye can see. Like it spans many yeah. generations. Seven brothers on my uh, on our mom's side, all bald. All bald. Uh, Grandpa Two had, brothers on my dad's side, all bald. Yeah, and Grandpa's uh, brothers, all yeah. bald. All bald. I mean, all bald. Hair. No, and Grandpa's hair, he almost got to the point where he didn't even have to shave it or cut it because it was balding, obviously from the top down, but also from the neck up, surrounding <laughs> it to where there was like a half an inch strip of hair on the back of his head. <laughs> There's the end of his life. That is called that is uh, that strip back there is called the terminal hair. Oh, really? Because uh, that those area that area of hair will never go away your whole life until you die. Terminal. Terminus. (laughs) It almost went away. I think if he had made it ten more years, it would have went away. I know. I remember getting my haircut. I was just trying to think of hair memories, like. I hated getting a haircut because every time they do it, I just, I'd be so anxious sitting in the chair and then I'd be like, Oh, fine, whatever. Just do it. Just do it. And then they do it. And then I'd have to go home and try and, and like manipulate it into not, into not looking bald. That's the phase I'm at yeah. I, every morning is, is a struggle. Yeah. And I remember, was it Capri hair, uh, the college mm-hmm. in Eugene yeah. or Cedar Rapids? Yeah, yep. so I remember one time I was getting my hair cut, and I was early, you know, teens, and the girl invited people over to look at my hairline. She like she like didn't tell me what she was doing, but I could tell that's what she was doing. She had like three girls come over, and she pushed back my hair, and they were all like aghast at my hairline. And I had such a strong memory, like sticking out, like they were kind of like opened their eyes wide and kind of walked back when they told them how old I was, and. And uh, so just recently I was at a dinner at work and one of the guys' wives was this uh, black lady. She was, she's been, she has her own hair salon for like 30 some years. And I was like, I go, okay, you've been, you've seen thousands of heads of hair. You know, I said, I started balling at 14 and she like did the thing where she like leaned way back in her chair and like tucked her chin in and was like, Hmm, that is early. You know, I impressed her with it. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah. So some good came out of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember dad one time he said he was because dad used to go to those country bars and he'd always wear a cowboy hat. Maybe that's why he got into line dancing because you could wear cowboy hats. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. It's like a bald man's dream. A bald paradise. And he said that uh as he was leaving, these two girls came up to him and one of them was like, I bet you what do you think's under his hat? What do you think's under his hat? Do you think he's bald? Do you think he's bald? And the girl's like, no, I don't think so. And she's like, take off your hat, take off your hat. And dad just said, I'm bald. And then he walked out in anger. I just remember that story <laughs> affecting me. <laughs> and then the other one is, remember when we had Denny on a, a trip, uh, Uncle Denny on the rafting trip, and we were sitting in the hot tub at a hotel after, a, after like a horrible day. And then Denny said, the air sure is thin up here. 
<laughs> and dad thought he said your hair sure is thin up there <laughs> and dad got super angry he's like what'd you say i remember this story <laughs> and then he was yeah. like uh the air is thin <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all going to make it through. I think the cure for baldness is probably going to come once I don't I don't need it anymore. Once right. like in our late sixties or something, it'll probably come out. You know, but I think I'm already getting to the phase of just not not caring like I used to. Maybe five, six, seven years ago, yeah. I just you just reach a certain you. I mean, you kind of have to reach a certain piece with it, or like when you guys said go seek counseling i mean those are your two options right and they're going to tell you just to accept it basically accept reality but you know i've thought about shaving my head but see i have like a reverse miguel gorbachev uh like birthmark on the back of my head and it looks yeah it looks really bizarre when it's because it had to be my head had to be shaved for the surgery so it's the first time i got to see my head shaved and it's not a good look for me so especially from the back so huh that's like it's a liberating though when you start to shave because like for me i i would shave everything at once like face and then go back to the hair and everything and then you don't have to worry about it then you're good yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Days later, you don't even think about it anymore no once you're out you're out i mean there's no going back you don't even like i don't even think like, until until we started discussing you know the the idea of having this for a podcast i i really hadn't thought about it too much it was actually getting me a little emotionally upset last night jenny and i were taking our walk and talking about it i hadn't thought about the self-conscious feelings that i've had because i've been bald now for 20 years you know so i hadn't i was reminiscing back to being in high school and Walking and having the wind blow my hair a certain way to where it'd show my receding hairline made me upset. And and it's something that you just, guys, you can't discuss. There's no sympathy for it. No one cares. It's a weird right. thing. There's no support group for it. <laughs> there's no march. There's march for cancer, like chemo people that are bald, but there's no march for just baldness. <laughs> It's because nobody's got enough confidence to get it organized. Contact Larry David and see if he might try to organize something like that. It's a bunch of guys in the shadows that are, they talk about it, but none of them's got confidence to pull it off. We're going to march on Washington, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The million bald march. Do you guys ever dream of having hair? (laughs) I haven't in a long time. No, I used to, but I don't have it anymore. I, I always. My thing is, I always look at, this is going to sound incredibly gay, but like, look at other guys that have a good head of hair and like, man, I wish I could just take that hair and put it on me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just hair jealousy is a big thing I have. I'll sometimes take a comb and pretend like I have hair, like a, one of Jenny's brushes. <laughs> and I miss getting <laughs> haircuts so much that sometimes she'll come over to me and give me like a fake haircut. Haircuts are so relaxing and I haven't had one since in my early 20s. Yeah, they they are relaxing, I will say. Yeah. And uh, you should get a shave, Aaron. You should get a hot shave. I don't know, man. That seems so pretentious. I I just can't. You get that feeling feeling back. Yeah, that's true. I heard heard George R.R. Martin gets uh, shaved. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The dream dream thing, though, I never have a dream that I have a full head of hair. I have a dream that I look in the mirror and I go, oh, it's actually not as bad as I thought. I might be able to 
comb it over. My dreams are about attaining a comb over. And then mm-hmm. I think, oh, wow, I can maybe pull this off. And then I wake up and I'm completely bald. <laughs> so that's, uh, those are my dr- recurring dreams. Yeah. That's funny. That thing about, uh, getting a fake haircut. It's like when somebody like loses a limb or something and they have like those phantom, phantom. things of like, yeah, like they still have an arm, you know, like those phantom pains and there's no arm there. Yeah. I actually, when she does it, I kind of like lay back my, close my eyes and I kind of let her, I get into it. It feels relaxing. It's weird. Anyway, that is very odd to say, but that's true. <laughs> you should just go to like sports clips sometime and just mess with them and be like, um, let's see, two guard, <laughs> just totally straight face, just don't smile, nothing, just kind of look at your hair and like kind of dis- like decidingly yeah. go like maybe a two guard and then hot towel treatment and we're good. Can you thin it out a little bit? Can you guys thin it? Yeah, just thin it a little bit. Yeah. I think that it's a thing in the future that people will not be making fun of as much. I think it's like uh, in the future, it'll be, it'll be like, it used to be able to make fun of people for having mental illness a little bit more than you do now. And I wonder if baldness or even just unattractiveness in general, like in a hundred years, it will be something to where you won't, it won't be cultures. You won't be able to make fun of people for anything like that. Uh, in a hundred years. Yeah. How about two? Two. Yeah. Well, I hope so. One. Yeah. 2020. That's why we got a march. Can't- yeah, no more jokes. Like we're marching. Yeah. I mean, for women, can you imagine how much even more difficult it would oh, be? That's why I, I, you know, I was gonna, I was thinking about this topic and focusing on male pattern baldness because it's not even funny. I don't think for female to joke about that because it's just too bad. Yeah, it's that. What? No. But it's probably our only hope is a large percentage of women going bald in order to get a cure. Yeah. yeah. So it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna invite him to march with us. Come on, <laughs> march with us. Yeah, solidarity. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. And if you're a young man balding out there, hang in there. There will be a cure in your lifetime, and uh, if not, there's still hope.